we give the praise band a hand? They are awesome, aren't they? The Lord's been dealing with me on a couple of things here as of late about where our youth group is headed, uh, what God is doing in the lives of these students. And I really, I really believe that God wants us to have a time of prayer for them. And here's something else. On any given Wednesday night, we range from anywhere from 90 to 120 teenagers from 7th through 12th grade. Isn't that amazing what God is doing in our community? You talk about a mission field, we're in it. And so many times we ask ourselves, what can we do to help out? Well, I've got 96 to 125 opportunities for you to minister. They need you to love them. They need you to pour into them. They get tired of me telling them stuff to do all the time. But here's what they want. Really, they really do. They want you to come and put your arm around them and say, hey, I know that as a teenager, your life sometimes is not all that awesome. You got stuff going on. But I love you. I care about you. And not only that, Jesus loves you even more than I possibly ever could. So here's what I want us to do. I want you to bow your head for a moment. And think of this. Have you ever had someone dare you to do something in your life? Are you thinking of that dare? Thinking, oh my goodness. This is what I'm going to dare you to do. To ask God to use you in other people's lives. Let God stir you up with boldness for his glory. That's what I want you to pray. We had some missionaries here this morning. They were talking about what God is doing over there. Our mission field right here at this First Baptist Church is right outside our door. And I, I really feel like God is wanting us to really seek him in the direction that he wants us to go and how to reach these students and help them find Jesus and be able to live that life that God wants them to have. So I'm going to give you a couple of minutes to pray, and then we'll move forward.
Father God, we just come before you tonight, Lord, asking that you would rain down your Holy Spirit on us. Lord, give us boldness, courage to step out of our shell, to be able to proclaim the gospel to whoever we come in contact with. Lord, I, I pray for these adults. I pray that you would encourage them to, to minister to these students. Lord, I pray that you would bless these students with boldness so that they could minister to their fellow students. And Lord, I pray for our church that we would be a beacon in our community that shines so bright that it would be blinding and they would have to know what is going on here because they could feel it when they drove by because we have such a drawing from you. And Lord, I just pray that you would use us in a mighty way that we would be more kingdom-minded and that you would use us to proclaim the gospel. And it's in your name we ask these things. Amen. Question. Do you want to make a big and bold difference in the world? Yes? Yes? Okay. Then I've, when we come to God, then we need to pray big and boldly. Because here's the thing. If we pray small prayers, we make God small. We really do. But if we pray big prayers, anticipating on what God does do, he's a big God. There is nothing he can't do. But we have to go there boldly. What you play, pray for reflects what you believe about God. If you pray small prayers, you believe in a small God. Let God show up and show off and let him get the glory. And if God doesn't answer... Our prayers the way we think because so many times we're praying in what we're wanting right we pray Lord God let me get a new car or let me do this and we really don't we we do that sometimes well sometimes the answers that we get from that is not what we're looking for but when we're praying to seek God's will and we're praying that to receive what God is wanting us to do then our answer could be yes. Because when we're seeking God's will and he has a plan for our life, then when we pray, he's going to open that door for us to proceed in what he's wanting us to do. But here's something that I want us to really look, look at. It says, don't be a Christian in name only. What does Christian mean? Any takers? Okay. So what did Jesus do? What did Jesus do when he was in his earthly ministry? He did. He loved people. 
did make disciples. So if we're going to be a Christian, which is being like Christ, being a Christ follower, make disciples, we can't do it in name only. We have to put feet and hands and become action, right? It's one thing to be a basketball player and put on a jersey and never join the team. So you just got on the outfit. Same thing can be with Christ's follower, but you really wouldn't be a follower. You would just have on the outer shell of what a Christian is supposed to be, but you're really not Christ-like. So what Jesus is asking, are you ready to get in the game? See, there's two types of people, I think, that come to church. I was convicted of this a long time ago. There's a consumer, and then there's a contributor. And I was a consumer. I went to church, filled my chair, done my Sunday morning thing, and then I went home. Hallelujah. I did my Christian duty. And then there was this thing called the Holy Spirit. He started working on me a little bit at a time. He's like, hey, Coy, you've got too much stuff going on in your life that you can do that you don't need to be sitting in the pew. So I was like, okay, I'm listening. You know how you kids are. You listen in this ear, and sometimes it goes right out that ear. And your parents are saying, oh, they're really paying a lot of attention, but you really, you hear it, but you don't absorb it. So that's what I was doing. I was letting God talk in here, and it was going out over here. And then he said, I've got a plan for you, just like you. He has a plan for each and every one of us. The cool thing is, I said, okay, Lord, I'll start contributing. He stuck me and Vicky in a preschool class preschool I never had kids in my life what do you do with a three-year-old I have no idea some of them can't even talk they have to have their diaper changed I never changed a diaper in my life I was like what in the world oh Jesus what have you done I said okay here we go best experience not the diapers the children best experience of my life then I got out of that and I'm here. I followed God's leading here. I'm not here to be a consumer. I don't want you to be a consumer. We need to be contributors, every one of us. We need to be contributing to the students. We need to be contributing to our church. We need to be sharing the gospel. Every one of us. That's what God's asked us to do. It's so much easier to sit in a pew, ain't it? Fill our spot, go through life, I've done my Sunday morning duty. I'm sorry. That's not church. Because guess what? This building ain't even it. You're it. You carry the gospel. You carry the spirit. You're the church. It goes with you everywhere you go. You can't run from it. Some of you try, but it's going to catch you. I know. <laughs> I was really fast. Jesus was here, and I was running that way. Here's what I want us to do as a church. I want you to dive in deep 
with our student ministry. I want you, if you don't do anything else, pray for the students. Because they need you. They need you to love them. Regardless of how they act. Regardless of where they come from. Because guess what? If you would have known me when I was their age, you'd have probably thought I was the wildest kid you've ever seen in your life. I wasn't a bad kid. I never drank. I never smoked. But I raced three-wheelers for a little while, and I was wild. I let that thing go full throttle everywhere I went. So if you would have saw me out in my dad's where my parents live, you'd have thought, that kid is a hellion because he is something, really. But guess what? Jesus got a hold of me, same as he's going to get a hold of them. But we got to love them. How are they going to know that Jesus loves them if we just walk right past them? We never show them who God is. Mission field is already here. Me and Vicky was talking the other day about the harvest. You know how the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. It's really cool, but the harvest is coming here. We're not having us to harvest them. They're flooding here. God's just like, hey, I'll tell you what I'll do. You just open up the doors, and I will just flood you with them. We're not even having to go do anything. God's just like, hey, here you go. Here's your 125 students. Love them. Share Jesus with them, and I'm going to give you some more. We're just going to keep doing this. Isn't it awesome? It has nothing to do with me. It has all to do with him. He's the one that's doing it. All we're doing here, all I'm doing here on Wednesday night is sharing Jesus, telling them how much he loves them, and that's what I ask of you. If you're an adult, love them. Love them like Jesus. When we fall in love with God, we follow him with all that we are, and we don't care what anybody else thinks, whatever anybody else says, how foolish it makes us look, or how weird it may seem to everyone else's standards. We just do it. Isn't that true? Because here's, here's where I'm at. I love Jesus more than what anybody's opinion is. Because he died for me. He brought me out of the pit. He set my feet on something solid. And he's put my feet to a path that says, here's where I want you to go. And here's the people I want you to love. Same goes for you if you accepted Christ. You're not here by coincidence. You're not. God has put you here to love some students, to love some people. That's what we're here for. We must obey God rather than people. We are no longer who we thought we were. We are now who we were meant to be. That's who God made us. We're no longer who we were. Now we're who we're meant to be when we accept Christ. Let's bow our heads. Father in heaven, Lord, we just thank you so much for your love, your mercy, your grace. Lord, I pray that as adults that we will dive into these students, into their life, love them like you do, see them with your eyes, 
Speak to them with your heart and lead them to your feet. God, we just thank you so much for your word and how you use it to break our hearts, to lift up our hearts, to make us new. We just give you the praise and honor. It's your name we pray. Amen.